0: Welcome back to Broomsticks and Butterbeer I am Dan Rhino I'm Jessica Rhino And as you can tell this is going to be off the Hogwarts rails This episode uh, Jess is feeling a little under the weather I feel normal Which for me is really bad <laughs> I kind of feel like like Neville in this chapter Just He's not even in this chapter But I just feel normal so sorry for him.
1: <laughs> a lot. I was kind of excited because I. You're excited about no about you getting to know oh, Neville.
0: Okay. <laughs> You're no. excited about bad things happening to his family members. We learned about a little bit in this chapter.
1: Yeah, there's so much more to Neville that the movies don't get into.
0: I was gonna sing a song there, but I thought I thought there was maybe a song to kind of go along with what you said. There's so much more than Neville No (laughs) No. There's nothing there I thought maybe there was Uh, Our friend Jane says uh, She gets just a little snippet of me When we do our zoom calls And she was kind of like how do you deal with that all day He's just singing all the time
1: Yeah (laughs) But I sing I'll
0: tell you how you deal with it You deal with your brand new AirPod Pros
1: (laughs) I have read so many books This month Like it's ridiculous um, but no, I sing too, not this generally sponsored in sponsored by Apple of people. AirPod
0: Pros.
1: I sing about doing the laundry or whatever, but no, you, you like the audience.
0: That's not true.
1: Yeah, a little bit.
0: Well, I like this audience that listens to this podcast. Oh
1: yes, we like them.
0: Broomsticks and Butterbeer, brought to you by our friends at Apple and their wonderful AirPod Pros. And last time we talked about chapter 29 which is The Dream and this uh, chapter we're talking about chapter 30 The Pensieve
1: I had to like like I started reading the first three or four lines of the chapter and I went wait what's going on? <laughs> totally I, really forgot. I
0: had to look up how to pronounce that online. <laughs> the Pensieve. Pensieve. I wasn't sure it's P E N S I E V E so I wasn't sure if it was like Pensieve, Pensieve. Uh, Pensay Pensai, Prince, Prince Pensai, e fabulous e. bowl. We look into e. the past. <laughs> <laughs> that okay. was terrible. We're gonna leave it in though. Yep. Uh, so let's talk about what happened last time in chapter twenty-nine, real quick, and then we'll get into chapter thirty, the Pensieve. Okay, I'm ready. Hit uh, me with
1: that. I almost needed it before I read the chapter but I just flipped back flipped a page back and was like well, you should just let oh. me
0: let me do my notes oh yeah first and then I'll you before you read, read your chapter, chapter and then I would I'll just read, read, read you this me
1: the and yeah
0: so get your time turner and get ready to listen to this instead of
1: flipping back and yeah, looking flipping at the back. page before that it didn't take me very
0: long chapter 29 harry ron and hermione trying to keep serious appraised of all the craziness at hogwarts Fred and George are apparently trying to blackmail someone. Harry falls asleep in divination class and has a vision of Voldemort, Wormtail, and Nagini. Voldemort is talking about Wormtail making a blunder, but the blunder has been fixed because someone was dead. But Wormtail is still being tortured by Voldemort. And uh, we find out that Harry going to be fed to Nagini the snake. Uh, Harry wakes up and his scar is burning. He goes straight to Dumbledore's office. He says the name of every candy and snack cake he can think of. Has a password to get in, uh, which finally works. Yeah, he eventually breaks in. Does. And Harry over here is Dumbledore having a meeting with Mad-Eye Moody and Cornelius Fudge. But, so chapter 30, 30, I almost said 13, but chapter 30, the Pensieve.
1: That's the dogs running in and out of the doggy door, for those of you at home that are curious.
0: It's just nonsense.
1: Always nonsense. Haven't been
0: doing it all day, and then it's time to record and... They of course have to be in this room.
1: They're not in this room.
0: They're this room adjacent.
1: They're rest. Well, we have have a big house. Every room is room whoa adjacent. whoa whoa! Don't kill the.
0: <laughs> you know, don't kill the 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 aura that we had uh, about us. Uh, everybody thinks that we're you know rich and famous podcasters. Live in an enormous house here, ca- here at Castle Rhino Castle Day Rhino. Well,
1: we might be rich and famous, but we have dogs, and dogs are expensive.
0: Eh. Are they? Yeah Yeah, they are Yeah uh, Chapter 30, Harry enters Dumbledore's office Eager to tell his dream in divination class And the scar was hurting again uh, But Dumbledore, Moody, and Fudge are going to recheck the school grounds Are they looking to, like, try to find more clues about the appearance and disappearance of Mr. Crouch? Like,
1: I don't know, I feel like it's formality, like 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 the ministry's
0: there, we gotta go through protocol Yeah,
1: we gotta show fudge what we were talking about
0: (laughs) Show fudge Show fudge He's just got a funny name, and funny boots, (laughs) if I remember correctly
1: We don't talk about his boots in this chapter, but Harry kind of sasses him
0: I mean, if if I wore boots like that, everybody would kind of be rude to me as well People don't like people that are different As we find out in the wizarding world, uh, discrimination is everywhere
1: Wait a minute, though. He's not <laughs> Harry's not discriminating against Fudge because of his boots. He's Duh, we, disc- don't he's being sassy we don't know. We don't know Fudge because Fudge is being discriminating I against thought, Madame Maxine. I
0: thought maybe you just didn't want to spoil that for me. We had some discrimination. Harry knew from the boots of Fudge <laughs> that he was <laughs> full of crap. No. Okay.
1: He just doesn't like people talking bad about giant-related people.
0: So. The big three, Moody, Fudge, and Dumbledore Are going to go search the grounds And Harry's told that he can just wait
1: just hang in, out. in the office okay. Okay. Dumbledore even's like It's not going to take long <laughs> like,
0: Which I'm fine with However, what gives Harry the right To go rifling through other people's stuff Whenever nobody else is around
1: He wasn't rifling <laughs> There was a light And he inspected it Source He was sitting very nice and polite, and just looking at things. This dude can't just sit
0: still for five seconds.
1: He's a child.
0: He's like fourteen. So he can't sit. He can't has no not enough self control to just sit down. Not when there's something shiny. (laughs) So shiny! It was sticking out the armoire in the office. (laughs)
1: Sparkling on the wall.
0: So. Harry uh, sees an open cabinet door, so of course he has to go and in- investigate it because that because the cabinet he was door is open. Very
1: reasonable. He has like, every he right. He wanted to touch it, but he knew he probably shouldn't because magic.
0: <laughs> I know I probably shouldn't. So
1: he doesn't intend to. He's just looking very closely.
0: <laughs> I can't believe you're defending this this kid. And I then it just it, it
1: accidentally happens. Like things just accidentally happen to Catherine. And she gets stuck in bouncy houses.
0: Catherine said last night, I feel like you guys don't think I'm very smart.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I said, no, honey, I think things just happen to well, you. We never
0: questioned her intelligence. No,
1: just things happen. It's like things happened to Harry. And he just got his, his nose just barely touched it.
0: Before we get into that, you said your his nose just barely touched. He had to get so close that his. We were trying to see. It. Sometimes you have to
1: get close.
0: Before to see. we'll get to that in a second. But inside this cabinet, he sees this like shallow bowl, which we find out later is called a, a pen I couldn't really get a, a picture in my head of like what I was supposed to be looking at. Can you like kind of describe what you think? Yes,
1: Daniel, it's magic.
0: You can't just say magic and then just leave. Leave me hang in there. You've done that many times. I'm starting not to like it.
1: Um. Well, in the movies, it is very much a liquid, but it kind of has like a smoky quality to it. This it's like a
0: cauldron, like like it's bubbling like a cauldron. Is it? Soup? No, it's not
1: bubbling. No, no, no. I think more like like mercury. It's silvery. It's shiny. It's like woo. What's it like? Woo. <laughs>
0: And put that on the back of a t-shirt It's like Woo! So
1: That's what magic's like
0: What is it It's like a, like a frothy What am I looking at here like,
1: He doesn't know Babe didn't you read it He says he can't tell if it's liquid or gas Like it's kind of in between Maybe it's kind of changing constantly How am I
0: supposed to get an image in my head Of what, what it's like
1: Picture a bowl with some magic in it
0: Lucky charms? is <laughs> like that kind of magic? No. Magically delicious? No.
1: Watery, silvery, white, spooky magic.
0: Green clovers, bold, golden horseshoes, something rainbows. They had rainbows. I think
1: it's just rainbow rainbows.
0: Of course, when you come across a weird bowl, in a weird cabinet He's
1: just looking at it And then he sees images I'm not
0: done yet In a okay. weird bowl In a weird cabinet In a weird office And the bowl is full of magic oatmeal <laughs> What do you do? You stick your face in it
1: He I, sees that... images He sees a room He's like ooh what is that And he gets closer You ever looked out the window And bumped your nose on the glass
0: Okay so give me give you an example Let's say I have a cup of hot chocolate in my uh, office. Mm-hmm. My my teacher's office.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. I have a kid in the office, maybe he got in trouble for, for something and I need to talk to him. But I get called away for a phone call. So the kid is in the off in my office by himself. My cup of hot chocolate is right there. Let's say he dips his nose in it.
1: You said, in your defense of
0: Harry's actions, you said he barely stuck his nose in it. So let's say the kid sticks his (laughs) nose in my hot chocolate. I return, and I happen to see his nose in my hot chocolate. And his excuse is: This
1: is a bad analogy. His
0: excuse is: What? Just rewind the tape. He barely stuck his nose in it.
1: No. That I, is not no, okay. That is not a good analogy. Okay, so more likely you have a fish tank in your classroom, and then the kid gets in trouble, and he's in your office. You get called away on the phone, and he's looking at the fish, and he's trying to see down inside, and he gets his nose so close that it touches the water.
0: And you're okay with that? Yes. <laughs> you know you would not be okay with that. Well, kid...
1: I, I, of course, would yell at him to get away from I because I'm very, very... Commonly saying, if it's not yours, don't touch it
0: Well, let's talk about uh, Not my uh, World that I uh, world that I Created here, where, that you say is Acceptable for a student to stick Their nose in uh, A hot drink, a hot beverage Let's talk about what happened in the book And When Harry sticks his Does he get like
1: When his nose just barely touches it, it? Does he
0: get like Like sucked in I guess like that was all the contact he needed In order to interact with this magical bowl Mm -hmm. The Pensieve So Harry Is confused because he seems to have been Transported to a different place So You know we know that he has Experience uh, With the When they were going to the uh, Quidditch World Cup uh, The port keys Mm -hmm. You know we know that he has experience with those. You think maybe his first reaction is that he had been like portkeyed away somewhere?
1: Yeah, probably. Maybe for like a second. But he pretty quickly figures out that nobody, because nobody noticed him right. drop in. from. So he kind of pretty quickly decides, no, this is a memory. Because he has experience with the journal.
0: The journal back in Harry Potter in the Chamber of Secrets?
1: Yes, sir. So Harry does a very scientific experiment and waves his hand really fast in front of Dumbledore's face.
0: So he's at a, a different place, apparently, but nobody seems to be acknowledging his presence. Dumbledore and Moody are there. I guess maybe if Harry thought that he was being had he had been Portkeyed somewhere, he'd say, "Well, they're not going around the grounds, are they?" But then when he realizes that this is. Um, it's, it's nice that he has that experience <laughs> from, <laughs> from before Or else he might be really freaked out by this uh, This being his first time That he, he is participating In a, in a memory As uh, kind of a fly on the wall D- The Dumbledore and Moody that are there Are not the su- same Dumbledore and, and Moody That are I almost said Mumbledore and Duty. <laughs> Dumbledore That's and Moody right. Who are walking around the, the castle grounds So Harry kind of makes that connection Like you said pretty quick But in this scene that he's in, Harry sees a dark room filled with wizards A very emaciated, down on his luck, Karkaroff Being brought into the room by Dementors and chained to a chair And this is where we realize that this is something that happened Definitely that happened in the past Because in this scene, Karkaroff had seemingly been Let out of Azkaban because he claims he has information about Voldemort's followers and he's singing like a bird, right?
1: Mm -hmm. Apparently, Dumbledore doesn't change very much because, like you said, when (laughs) Harry's first sat down, he's kind of confused. He couldn't really tell how, where, you know, how recent this was and everything. But then he looked over at Moody and Moody definitely looked different. Mm -hmm. Didn't have his magical eye, had both of his good eyes. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah. So I just thought that was interesting. The yeah, Doubledore always like, looks like he's a hundred. I can't tell.
0: <laughs> I can't tell, dude. You like
1: look you, exactly the same. You look like
0: you're you probably look like you're a hundred for the last fifty years. Yep. Although at some point that that change gets made because in the Fantastic Beast movies he looks like Jude Law.
1: <laughs> yes. Very snazzy dresser.
0: hmm And all of a sudden he starts wearing uh like dressing like Elton John <laughs> the, Like he's on a uh, like this farewell tour or something mm-hmm. like that. With the, the glistening robes And uh, all, and then he aged Incredibly Who knows Well uh, like I said in this scene Karkroff is, is going on About Basically saying you should let me out Because I could help you catch all these other uh, Bad guys But what's the only issue with The majority of the names that he's naming
1: <laughs> They've already caught them
0: Or kill or they're or, dead Or they're dead
1: <laughs> None so, None of his information is helpful
0: So Karkaroff comes in thinking that he's got like Dude I got like 20 names I'm going to sing like a bird I'm going to be out before you know it I'm well, going to snitch
1: Yeah and I feel like no he, pun intended. he gave one and was like,
0: I was like hmm hmm You're right right everybody And then he gave one
1: more And then he gave one more And then finally he's like boom 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 This guy this guy this guy this guy this guy Like I'm going to say everybody after he just had a big long spiel about how nobody knew who each other was and they were all, you know, wearing their masks and they made sure that they didn't know who each other were. I'm like, but, you know, like 50 guys. Mm
0: -hmm. I love that he kind of says it like just soda has bum, 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 sugar in it. (gasps) <gasps> and he waits for, like, the reaction of everybody And, like, <laughs> and everybody goes, yeah, dude, we Dana. know <laughs> Caught him, like, two weeks ago uh, Yeah, he died about a month ago Karkarov thinks he's coming in with, like, all this ammo mm-hmm. And he, he quickly kind of gets uh, shut down
1: He's very sorry, though
0: Yeah, and, you know, that's really all that matters uh,
1: <laughs> He's trying, That's he... The
0: intent? It, there was some there was some interesting information that we got in Carcroft's rant. Mainly the official acknowledgement that Professor Snape was uh, an admitted death eater. Mm-hmm. And that Snape had apparently turned on Voldemort and was working as like a spy for the ministry.
1: Yeah, so Carcroft points a finger at Snape saying, Oh well, I know about Snape. I can guarantee you that he was a Death Eater and this kind of riles up the crowd and everybody's like, mm, see, we thought so. And Everybody looks at
0: Dumbledore. Mm-hmm.
1: See? And he says, we've already talked about this. He's already been cleared. I've already vouched for him. He turned away. He was a Death Eater. He turned away from Voldemort before his downfall. So before all you people tried to yeah, do Yes, it.
0: he's not doing the Karkaroff thing now.
1: <laughs> and he was spying on Voldemort for the Ministry at great risk to himself. So shut up. That's basically what Dumbledore says.
0: Well I'm guessing this scene is the genesis of how Karkaroff not only got released from Asgaban where we keep the moat the you know, the worst and most dangerous wizarding baddies And but the
1: ones we're not sure about.
0: <laughs> but yeah, like Hagrid. like Hagrid. <laughs> like ah let will put you no I'll put you in some kind of wizarding you know, halfway house or holding cell. put, no, your, put you right in, in Fort Knox. <laughs> also, this is kind of the the start of how he got allowed to run a school that trains future wizards.
1: Yeah, if Snape can work at one, then he can run one, right?
0: It doesn't doesn't seem like the uh, education system and the wizarding world has their act together. Much like the education yeah. system in the real world. Seems so, right to you me. Know, life imitates art. Uh, Harry gets uh, transported to another memory Another dungeon-like setting And we get to see a younger Rita Skeeter uh, Already with her uh, plagiarism Pen uh, (laughs) uh, All uh, Inked up and ready to go Uh, We get to see a, A younger version Of Mr. Crouch than the present Day But Harry seemed To notice that from the first memory to the second Memory Uh, Mr. Crouch has become more weathered and worn down Like life is starting to kind of Things in his life are starting to uh, stress him out He's He's got got a a tough job I mean,
1: they they always talk about our presidents When they first take office And when they leave office And the the drastic change in their appearance
0: Yeah, they age If they're there eight years, they look like they age 30 years If they're they're four years, they look like they've aged 20 years Yeah
1: I think that's what we're getting at here. And it's a particularly rough period for the ministry, so makes sense.
0: We also get to see a younger and much fitter Ludo Bagman. When his when his uh, clothes actually uh, said, fit him very well.
1: Mine said a Ludo that hadn't gone to seed. <laughs> what
0: does that mean? Do?
1: <laughs> like when you let your grass grow, when you let your yard get out of hand so that it grows in like... So oh, okay, and matures and produces seed. I got you. And so I was, but it was just I would never really heard anybody say that about a person before.
0: Well, I can think of a few people that uh, have gone to seed I, that I that I could say that about. <laughs> they need to hope they they regrow and because not looking too hot.
1: Yeah, get get trim that back.
0: Yeah, but uh, Bagman, you know, before I get into the shenanigans and the. The, the dungeon here with, with Ludo.
1: I knew you were uh, going to love that. Part. What's he on
0: trial for here? I mean, because he never does anything felonious.
1: <laughs> um, he's just foolish, babe.
0: But they're claiming that he did what?
1: That he participated in smuggling information from the ministry to Voldemort and his supporters. Mm-hmm. But. It links one of the people that Karkaroff named,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so there was one name that really did work out for him. And he, they, you know, they made sure they wrote it down, and took right. notes. Oh, it was Rockwood or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then they investigate him and find the follow the trail, and somehow in there Pluto gets implemented, he was. Implicated Implicated, yeah Yeah.
0: I was trying to think of that word too (laughs) I was like, Um, "Ah." Committed And then you got me there So I totally believe that Ludo He's proven that he's all about, you know, the money and things like that All about the money, money, money
1: (laughs) Money, please
0: All good references
1: There we go A lot of good stuff Get those bingo boards
0: but I totally believe that Ludo would, like, yeah, you pay me some money. I'll go in the ministry, get you some information. I know he's not not thinking that he's doing it to, like, help the Dark Lord rise to power or anything like that. But he is just kind of a, a shyster. He's, well, kind, he, he's kind of a scam artist. The
1: way it was presented, he didn't actually get any. Rockwood was mm-hmm. getting the information and just needed somebody to take it for him. Like here can you deliver this envelope Don't look in it <laughs> Don't tell anybody Here's here's galleon I don't know
0: So apparently Ludo is so Popular You know kind of in the his The heyday of his Quidditch success mm-hmm. So popular and, and charming That Even though he probably Did do something he probably did do something everyone loves him so much that they don't want to see him go to jail it kind of reminded me of the whole oj thing everybody knew he did it <laughs> but oj was such was so charming and was so like you know had this like the star quality around him for you know that had been built up over years you know of, of Being on national TV And being in movies and commercials And things like that That nobody could believe that he would You know, do something like that Even though all the evidence seemed to point that Except for the glove, babe The glove didn't fit Didn't fit Because blood shrinks when it dries out Uh, It just, that's what it reminded me of It reminded me of Because celebrities do bad things all the time And a lot of times they You know get in a lot of trouble and go to jail But The OJ thing just was was such a It was such a Worldwide story And everybody Had an opinion on it And a lot of the people's Opinion was Yeah he probably did it But You ever seen The Naked Gun? (laughs) But you ever see him uh, do that? You ever seen his Heisman trophy? Yeah, that's just what it what it struck me as. And then there's the athlete comparison with with Ludo and, and OJ. I'm sure Ludo's done some commercials and things like that. <laughs> the old o, OJ commercial, I don't know if you ever saw it. Was like it was like the Hertz rent car commercial where he's running through the airport and he's jumping over all like the the carts and things like that. Yeah, it's kind of a famous commercial. Look it up, kids. Those of you under the age of 50 <laughs> uh, But yeah, that's what it, what it Reminded me of
1: And I can see how He thinks he's kind of untouchable. with stuff All that stuff that he's doing Now, and you're like, this isn't On the up and up, but
0: I've got fame, away with a lot le- I've gotten away with a lot more <laughs> Yeah, his
1: fame's already gotten him out of trouble So Kind of thinks he's untouchable uh,
0: Another thing that I like about this series of, of memories that we see is the the Evolution of Professor Moody That you mentioned earlier And we see Moody Without the magical eye We see Moody without a big Chunk of his nose taken out <laughs> It's pretty cool to, to see, you know, especially for Harry uh, And then us as readers To kind of see, you know, that We see the kind of progression of how Life has gotten missed, life has weathered Mister Crouch, and we see that how you know life has taken you know its physical toll on Moody. You He's know. been
1: out there busy catching all these mm-hmm. guys. He, and was, he was already an
0: aura aura and now this is like probably the most busy time in the history of Aurors
1: Yeah, but Dumbledore looks the same.
0: Yeah, that's 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 the advantage to you know looking like you're a hundred years old. Is, there's, there's there's really nowhere else. That. That's really it. You know, your skin can't get any more wrinkled. You know, your your beard can only get so gray. You know, once you hit that point, you're kind of like, okay, we're good. We're gonna be here for a little while. Like my dad, my dad is sixty six, and he's looked. You know, I don't think he's looked. uh, You know, other than the you know the gray and the and the beard, same same exact face he's had for the last 40 years <laughs> you Except know
1: for that stint when he went on atkins and lost all that weight he he kind of like <laughs> kind
0: of like karkaroff yeah uh, here in this uh, first scene but like ever since my dad was like 25 he's looked like he's 45 and now that he's 65 he looks like he's 45 <laughs> you know it's, it's he just kind of has been that way for a long time so that's the uh that's the advantage of uh I guess the fa- I guess it's facial hair. Like my dad was always been a facial hair guy. And facial hair I guess kind of keeps you covers you know, up a lot. Yeah, kind of, you know, keeps your uh, your appearance uh, the same for a while. Uh the final memory though is very grim and depressing. This time we have four individuals on trial. Two men, one woman, and one teenager that we that seems kind of out of place here compared to the other The other three kind of have this This uh, this aura Of evil around them
1: Yeah he said one looks blank One like just Staring off blankly mm-hmm. they don't know where they're at The other one looks nervous The woman um, She's very cocky Yeah I was going to say very confident Sitting competent. in a chair like a throne
0: mm-hmm.
1: I know who she is you have a guess? I do have a guess.
0: Okay. I do have a guess. That's who I was picturing in my head when I read this chapter. That's who popped into my head uh, when I read this chapter. Uh, starts with a B? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just, make, and, just make sure.
1: <laughs> and then um, then we've got a young boy. Well, it says like 17 or something, right? Teenager? The said a teenager. teenager for sure, yeah. And he looks kind of messy. His hair is a mess, and he looks upset. and
0: Doesn't think that he should... Be in any possible Fathom be associated With the, the, the other three mm-hmm. That are up there Who seem to be some of the, the baddest Of the bad But that teenager Turns out to be Mr. Crouch's Son the one that we Knew from earlier was put away in Azkaban Years ago because he was Apparently a follower of, of Voldemort's and we kind of Get to see how that all went down and this of the three scenes is the most depressing And probably the darkest Because not only of who's involved We've got more, you know, potential bad guys on the stage there But we got Mr. Crouch and Mrs. Crouch Both present Both obviously shaken in different ways Mrs. Crouch more of, a, you know, the, the crying sad And... Rocking Yeah, just kind of, you know, trying to process everything you know an overabundance of of sad emotions and where mr crouch is actually having to present evidence against his own son and there's a mixture of like anger there's a mixture of disappointment there's a um, there's resentment in there there's um don't even know the 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 right adjective for it because it's not that he doesn't s- seem sad. It's almost like he was—he's already gone through that, and you know this. I guess the stages of—I don't know if it would apply the stages of grief, but you know he is obviously not happy about you know potentially putting his son away. But he's, like I said, he—he's just like angry. He's got all this vitriol. flowing through him.
1: Yeah, well we found out in the previous chapter when we first found out about the son getting put away that you know, um, you know Fudge is in this position of, uh,
0: Crouch? Crouch!
1: Um, is in this position of leadership and he has to be very anti Dark Lord everything because he's like the leader of the good guys. And then his own son, so... I don't even know that he went through the sad. He was just straight to, I don't know, this... It was, like, in, the be- in that first part when we learned about it, he kind of, like, said that he was estranged and he didn't really know his son and, like, that they hadn't talked in a long time kind of thing. Like, just complete, like, disownment. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know that he really went through the sad, at least not currently, but he just jumped straight to... I don't know this kid, he's not my son, I don't have a son But yeah, having to talk over him, kind of ignore him and the pleas And his wife crying next to him
0: And maybe there's a little extra in there because Like you said, he has to be, Mr. Crouch has to be so tough on You know, anything involving Voldemort But he's he's gotta be maybe a little extra Tough here because everybody is expecting him to maybe go easier on his. On yeah, his he kid. can't
1: be seen showing favoritism.
0: So, like, he might have to actually, you know, kick it up a little notch with his intensity here. But Mr. and Mrs. Crouch, like I said, uh, are both there, and four these four characters that are on trial here are accused of doing something that gives us a little bit more information about one of your favorite characters.
1: Yeah, so I'm reading this, and I'm, of course, thinking about the scene in the movie, which is completely different. It doesn't go down like this at all. This information we don't get, because like I was saying, we don't really dive into Neville's story in the movies. And and this ends up being not a huge part of the books, but it keeps coming up. Like We will learn more about this. And it's part of... It's like a part of the story where the movie's just left it out completely. But I think in... I don't know. In my mind, I got it a little confused with the timeline. Like, I just thought it was... I don't know. It just didn't seem to happen when I thought it happened in the timeline.
0: So what happened? What was the...
1: So after Voldemort fell and was gone... For some reason, these four characters, allegedly, thought that uh, Neville Longbottom's father, who was an aura, who worked with Mooney and everything, knew where Voldemort was. So they tortured him and his wife with the Cruciatus Curse. I don't know if you remember when Mooney was using it in class at the very beginning, Neville flipped out.
0: Mm-hmm. So, Didn't even think about that till you just said
1: it. Yeah. He was very upset seeing that curse being used. And this is why. Because it was used on his parents.
0: But his parents aren't deceased.
1: No, they survived. But it basically broke them mentally.
0: Right. So they're in, uh, I think there's some kind of asylum for the insane or something like that.
1: No, it's more of just a medical, a hospital
0: Okay. I thought I thought I, I think they remember. might have like
1: a floor or a wing for the people who are insane, but it's
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh it's a hospital. The and, wizarding hospital.
0: And that's why Neville was raised by his grandma. Grandma. And I mean
1: And Dumbledore says, you know, I think they go visit them on holidays, but they don't know who Neville is.
0: Yeah, I mean the stuff the stuff about Neville's parents is just super sad, especially given that Neville's already a character that You can't help but feel some pity for And can't help but kind of root for Already But I know this is probably Going to be impossible for you to do But I'm going to ask you anyway When you first read this Mm
1: -hmm.
0: For the first time You probably already had A you know certain feelings About Neville maybe already thought of him As one of your favorite characters But how did this Kind of alter those Feelings at all did it just make make you wonder, like like how is this kid even functioning at all, with like, you know given what he's he's been through?
1: Um, I think honestly, the first time I read it, that I was probably pretty engrossed in the main part of the story, and I think like most people who read it to this point didn't really think about Neville that much, and that's okay. I mean, he wasn't he's there and he has some significant parts. But he's not a main character. So. I don't really think I thought about him that much. Until this. And. But even then I think I might have been like. Oh poor Neville. Oh. But let's get back to the story. I want to see what else is going to happen. It just seemed like a side thing. A neat way to connect everything together. I didn't know how that it was going to be that important. Or play that big of a role. And I think later on. When it comes up again. It. It brings him, you know Makes me like him, well uh, there's a bunch of things That make me like him more But that's one of them
0: Well after the four that are on trial Are dragged away to Azkaban Harry is pulled back to reality by Dumbledore We learn that that uh, Magic bowl of oatmeal is called A Pensieve (laughs) And it is used by wizards To pluck memories from their head And store them in this bowl So that they can review and relive them Whenever they want yeah. So I I looked up a little information about the pensieve and apparently it is not very common for wizards to use this because you have to be very powerful in order to do it right. Apparently it's really easy to I kind of uh, uh, compare it to like giving yourself brain damage. <laughs> apparently if you don't do it right yeah, uh, and you know, utilize the Pensieve correctly, then you could really, really mess yourself up. So, uh, a lot of wizards don't even mess with this kind of, uh, you know, wizarding contraption, even though it would be uh, pretty beneficial at times.
1: Yeah, there was actually another book I just read recently where wizards in this. Story, we're doing kind of the same thing, because when you take the memory out and put it in, they had different kind of magical device, and then revisit it that way, it was more of more factual and less like skewed to mm-hmm. your opinion yeah. at the time, and you got to see and you know really take look.
0: Yeah, you're just pulling on. out the data. You're pulling out the raw data, uh-huh. like the sounds, the sights, and the smells. You're not pulling out how your, you, how you know, felt in that yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah. How your opinion uh, swayed. Uh, so that would be very useful to be able to, you know, pull out something and then just kind of, oh, maybe I kind of was a jerk in that situation.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, see I, it from, or you didn't notice how when you said that somebody flinched or right. that that got them upset. Yeah, um, very interesting. It's also was different in the movies, it was shown differently, like he kind of, Dumbledore kind of took them out and put them in like little vials, he didn't just throw them into the, mm-hmm. the bowl together, so it was kind of like, he had like a book catalog or whatever of these memories and then he would pick which one he wants to look at and put it in there and I don't know, the way he was doing it in the book where he's just like throwing them all in there, I was, I'm not going to say that was felt wrong because obviously the book was first and it's right. Not the movie, but, you know, the movie leaves such a strong image in your head mm-hmm. That it was a little weird for me when I was reading it oh. So you'd
0: rather have yours, like, you know, organized in little vials you know.
1: <laughs> Just throwing it all in there, mixing like a, it up seems wrong
0: Maybe like a uh, like a, a bookcase with one of those big ladders on it and you Just slide <laughs> back and forth And Let's go back to 1983 <laughs> January 1st, 1983 Let's there see what go. was going on with Four year old Jessica. And
1: <laughs> I think he had like other people's memories in the movie too. Like not just ones from him, like ones he collected from other people.
0: Whoa. So
1: yeah, I thought that was weird.
0: That's creepy. It's like a men in black thing. Except you get to like keep the memory in a creepy <laughs> little vial. Like a serial killer. <laughs>
1: That's for sure. I will find out when we watch the movie again because, like I said, it's been a long time.
0: Oh, well, so I wasn't picturing anything like that, but now we've got a little, uh, <laughs> like a Dexter situation where he keeps a little, he keeps a little blood sample of all of his kills. Ew, what? You never seen Dexter? No. Okay. Watch it's pretty good. It's got murder in it. You love murder. Anastasia, I... Anastasia loves it. I'm sure she's seen it. Probably. Yeah, he keeps like a little, little. Uh, not a vial, but just like the, the two little, or we put the two little pieces of plastic on top of each other before you look at it on a microscope. Slide? Slide, yes. COVID brain. I don't, I don't know words anymore.
1: <laughs> words are hard.
0: Yeah, he keeps a little, like a, just like a little slide of blood for all of his pills. Well, what? Yep. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry, I hadn't used it yet today We've been very focused, actually We started off Have kind we? of... Have we?
0: Because I feel like, I feel like no, I've been all we over the place st- we
1: started off like crazy We didn't even like get into the greeting yet We were off off
0: track <laughs> Bonjour but,
1: <laughs> but I think we've been very focused
0: I always try to say something at the beginning Like first word, just to kind of throw Just to throw you off from the beginning I don't want you getting too comfortable here
1: hmm yeah. I live with you, though I kind of expect that. You're kind of always un- you're
0: kind of always uncomfortable. So Harry begins to relay to Dumbledore what occurred in Harry's dream in divination class. When Harry tells Dumbledore about uh, Harry's scar hurting, Dumbledore was already aware that this had happened before. <laughs>
1: like, so has this happened any other time? I mean, other than the time it happened over the summer?
0: How did you know about that? I got my sources. Apparently, Dumbledore has been in regular contact with Sirius as well. Yes. So Dumbledore knows everything that's going on, apparently. Yeah, he
1: knows everything.
0: He's probably the puppet master, moving all the pieces into play. Yeah. It just, it kind of, uh, kind of makes me wonder what else he knows, you know, Uh, about certain characters, about you know certain actions, you know we. We've seen things like Snape and Karkaroff go off and have like little, you know, um, clandestine side meetings. Does Is uh, Dumbledore aware of those? You know, is he aware of, you know, Madame Maxime and Hagrid and their drama? Is he? It seems like he kind of, you know, knows everything.
1: Maybe the painting's stuff Dan.
0: Uh, who's the Who's the character in uh, Game of Thrones that has all the little birds everywhere?
1: Littlefinger. Oh no, the um, Varys.
0: Yes, that's he, kinda, he kinda, They
1: both have their own little like spy network. Yeah, they have their own. But, he has
0: his own little you know network of birds everywhere. Yes, that are, that the are one all,
1: that calls them birds is Varys.
0: You know, con- constantly uh, listening. You know, the the walls have eyes and ears and and things like that. So I don't really learning a lot about Dumbledore That is, that I'm hard to kind of Put my thumb on, how it makes me feel About him
1: <laughs> there's, there's a section of I don't know if you want to call him the fandom or whatever That doesn't really like Dumbledore Because they t- see him Like you're saying, like the puppet master And he knew this was happening, he let oh. it happen He let this happen, he let that happen
0: And he kind of comes off as Like, oh, but he's a good guy He's just eccentric but then, like you think something else happened, you're like, well, you know, maybe it's not just him being like, you know, goofy. Maybe it's him, you know, kind of just playing a part, you know, to make sure that everything is is where it needs to be and things can work out the way they're supposed to. I'm starting to kind of lean
1: that way. I'm,
0: I'm, well, not that I'm leaning that way, but I'm starting to, to understand what people felt because I've I've always I've read things like that where people kind of, you know, think that. Like, they think that Snape is, is, you know, the biggest hero in the book. And some people think that Snape is not as bad as he's, you know, made out to be. And some people think, like me, that Snape is just a, you know, just a jerk, you know, all the time. Even when he thinks that he's doing it for the right reasons, he's just not a a very nice guy. But I always kind of thought that, well, Dumbledore is like Harry's mentor. That's like the... You know, he's like the main one of the main protagonists in this story, and there was always this kind of subsection of the Harry Potter culture where people had the, these negative opinions of Dumbledore, and I never really got it. But I'm starting to kind of, at least, see a little bit of that point of view as we get into almost, you know, ending the fourth book here. You know, probably about the halfway mark of the the seven book journey.
1: There's a lot more stuff in the book. than <laughs> like, there is. You
0: just wait, my no, no. friend. I mean,
1: just in what we've read so far. You ain't
0: seen <laughs> nothing yet.
1: There's so much more to the story than, you know, what they can cram into the movies. So, yeah, when you watch the movies, you just were going along. Oh, Dumbledore, yeah, 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 he's great. So, not that he's
0: not great. So we know that that Dumbledore is aware of, of Sirius. Dumbledore even suggested the cave uh, to Sirius. You know, so I, I get, know a place Yeah <laughs> So I guess he gets uh, He gets well,
1: You know Points our, for the referral Why do you know a place To hide in the mountains?
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's been through some stuff He's done some, He's done some things
1: Clearly Because we had to get from What is Jude's Jude Law? Yeah To good. To to now, Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're right. He's been through some
0: things. So, something happened. <laughs> from wearing, he had to uh, live
1: in that cave for a while. From wearing nicely
0: buttoned up vested suits to, uh, you know, dre- dressing like uh, Liberace. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that's that's really it. Uh, you know, there was a just a little bit of a kind of an odd interaction with Harry and Dumbledore at the end where. You know, Dumbledore's kind of, you know, answering all Harry's questions, and then there's, you know, the, a little bit of a hint of Dumbledore kind of saying, okay, I've talked enough about this, we're not going to talk, it. we're not going to bring it up anymore. Or And, uh, you know, regarding well, Snape and regarding, and I know that's Bagman like what and,
1: Harry felt, but also, I didn't, I just, I didn't feel that, that I didn't get that from Dumbledore. I just, he, just that one subject he said that's between me and snake mhm and we're not talking about that anymore but i didn't really feel like he shut him down completely he just shut that down
0: and then also don't say anything about neville's parents you know it's that's... not it's not your story to tell yeah but that I and mean, that's that's really it that, that was the pensive so anything else i know i know it's probably going to get we're probably going to get When we see the movie, a lot more of. uh, We're probably going to get a lot of this scene, I'm assuming. I don't remember this from the the first watch through, but I'm guessing we'll get to see if the image in our head matches up with the images. You'll finally
1: get to see what magic looks like.
0: It's a pretty. Yeah, magic, magic oatmeal looks like. We see. It's pretty. The scene is pretty self contained in this one room, you know, outside of, you know, the, the dungeon or whatever but that's even, that's just a memory that's not even like a, like a setting change for Harry but I'm assuming that it's, it's it being a very visual chapter even though not a whole lot of like story inv- advancement was made it, it is a very visual chapter something that you could uh, get this picture in your head and then see what it looks like uh, compared to on screen.
1: From what I remember, it's very different on the movie, but similar, but Mm -hmm. still, like, very different.
0: And you think that it was different just because?
1: Maybe they wanted to spice it up a little bit. I don't know. Okay. There's a little more drama.
0: Okay. So that's what I was wondering. I was wondering, was it different in a way that they felt, you know, like we say with with the Dobby thing, sometimes Dobby's not in scenes because they don't want to do the CGI. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, the juice isn't worth the squeeze, so to speak. Or sometimes they think that it's a better story to change a scene one way. Or they think that, you know, it's... uh, The classic one that everybody talks about is, in this book, Harry, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? Where in the book, you know, apparently, Dumbledore, Harry, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire, you little scamp? And in the in the movie, Dumbledore reacts in a, you know, like he's having a panic attack. So sometimes, when you say that there's that it's very different, it makes me think that maybe they felt that it was a better storytelling device, or they didn't want to do the CGI, or they felt like this was a, a strand that we really didn't need to pull on.
1: Well, I mean, you know, they leave out the whole Neville's parents stuff. Because that's just not even addressed in the movies. But um, I think also there's other little bits of information that we get from the books that they don't that we don't get in the movies. So I think they had to go kind of straight to the point and not kind of dance around it like they do in the book.
0: Gotcha.
1: So in the books, they're giving us just a little bit. But we can piece it together with what we already know. Here, they had to go kind of straight in and lay it out for you.
0: And J.K. Rowling's got to get that page count up. <laughs> <laughs> There's also that. You know, you know how those uh, publishing companies be. No, I need,
1: usually they want it down.
0: I need this many words by this day, or this many pages by this day.
1: They want less pages because it costs money to make thicker books, so they want you to trim it, trim it, trim it, trim it, trim it.
0: Yeah, but the thicker the book, the more you could sell it for. No.
1: No. Not according to all the little author friends I follow on.
0: Well, why is this book so long? (laughs) Well,
1: see, that was my theory, though, with some other popular authors. The first couple of books are pretty small because the editor is sitting there going, Nope, you got to trim, you got to trim, you got to trim, you got to trim. Once they're making money, they're like, okay, clearly you know what you're doing. And they let them go. And then books get insanely long. I'm Looking at uh, those Throne of Glass books or Game of Thrones books mm-hmm. and Throne of Glass books.
0: <laughs> the Game of Thrones books that a lot of people are just like, nah, I can't do it. It's just too much. I like,
1: read the first one, I read the second one, but the third one took me forever and I didn't mm-hmm. even make a dent in it.
0: It's like that thousand page Alexander Hamilton book you're working on.
1: Yeah, I'm still halfway. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't really like the second half of this story when things get bad. Yeah. So I don't really have any motivation to read the second half.
0: Well, hopefully, we'll have more motivation to finish this book because I think we've only got about six chapters left or something Something like that. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, we're getting there. Uh, Things are going to start picking up, and I think the next chapter is the third task. Yep. If I remember correctly. So now this is when business is going to start picking up, I think, as we get toward the end of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Uh, No emails this week. You can always send those to us, broomsticks.butterbeer at gmail.com. Tweet us at BroomsticksB No spaces, no underscores there You can uh, give us a follow We'll give you a follow back Uh, You can send us messages on there as well Continue to like and follow us on Facebook so you know when all the New episodes are dropping And uh, continue listening to us on Spotify, Apple Google, Stitcher iHeartRadio What else is there Uh, Pandora We're on that one too so I just
1: tell people we're on all of them yeah. when they ask me. I go, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Them? All of them. All of them. <laughs> <You> like, say, <laughs> whatever, whatever you go to for you, podcasts, go on there and look. We're we'll probably say kind of there. snotty,
0: too. You're, we're everywhere.
1: We're <laughs> everywhere. We're on all of them now.
0: So, we appreciate everybody listening, downloading, and subscribing. Uh, special shouts out to uh, Jennifer, uh, Catherine, Jane, Anastasia, Kelly, Posch. and Posh. And uh, shout out to you. Thank you for listening. Oh. Me? No, not you. Oh, man. Shout <laughs> out to you. You know who I'm talking to. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. I'm in your earbuds right now. In your Apple.
1: AirPod. AirPod Pros. Pros. I call them iPods all the time. <laughs>
0: I'm going to put on my iPods.
1: I have my iPods. I got iPods for Christmas, and people look at me like, what? They're like, um, AirPods?
0: Available now on Amazon.com. We'll see you next time.
1: Bye.